Hello and welcome to the warm-up for Sunday, January 30th, 2022, the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. My name is Father John Jaska, the pastor of the Chatham Catholic Family of Parishes. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom, and read from the prophet Isaiah. The eyes of all were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? Jesus said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do hear also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them were cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove Jesus out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But Jesus passed through the midst of them and went on his way. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Well, this is a, a very interesting gospel uh, that we hear as Jesus uh, comes back uh, home and uh, connected with the people that he uh, grew up with and and journeyed with and uh, people who you know went to school with, all these different ways in which there are connections, um, uh, different ways that people. Uh, knew of him as the carpenter's son, uh, understood, in a sense, you know, the rest of his family, and had uh, shared many experiences. And yet, they've heard stories of uh, miracles, of this person that they grew up with that all of a sudden is curing the sick, is um, helping those who are suffering. And he comes to the synagogue, and this is a continuation of... Um, last weekend's gospel uh, from Luke, and uh, they're amazed at um, the words Jesus speaks. You know, and then of course, quoting from the prophet Isaiah, he says, "Today this this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing." All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. But they were wondering, saying, "Wait a minute, where did he get all of this? Isn't he Joseph's son?" Like we 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 know who he is, and that's the that's the almost in a sense the danger or the trap that all of us fall in when we think we know everything about a person. You know, they certainly judged Jesus by uh, what they knew of him, uh, who he was, maybe growing up, knowing his family, and kind of focusing in on him more than on in a sense of of what he was saying. And trying to make the connection that salvation is coming. And uh, it's this gospel for me reminds me of kind of how sometimes our hearts and minds can be closed. Uh, the door will be closed because we make some type of judgment. 
uh, on people. One, I think, assuming we know who they are. Two, assuming we know their story, uh, their journey, their joys, their, their sorrows, their struggles, uh, and kind of making a decision whether someone is capable of transforming our lives. You know, the people who saw Jesus kind of knew of who he was in one sense, growing up with him, knowing the family, but failed to see him as the son of God, failed to see and to listen to this message of grace, of hope, of love, and of joy um, that is being offered to them. And basically, Jesus in this, I mean, he, he riles them up so much that they want to throw him off the, the cliff of the town. And I think Jesus was challenging them, saying, listen, you know, prophet is not welcome in his hometown because he's already prejudged. People assume they know everything. People uh, think that, um, you know, uh, making that judgment, not thinking, well, this is all this person can offer. Nothing new can come. And, and uh, I, you know, there's got to be more important people that are going to carry out the gospel. You know, Jesus was saying, you know what, you're not going to get it. You're missing the boat. You're missing the bigger picture. And that angers them. And for me, it reminds me of, again, that sense of kind of prejudging, uh, already coming to a conclusion um, when when someone comes to me or approaches me or, or you know, kind of overlooking um, the message by judging the messenger. Um, or not being attentive to, to the ways God is going to work through, um, you know, uh, maybe situations, circumstances, or even people that I'm not paying as much attention to because that can slip by us as well. This gospel reminds me that the good news is being fulfilled before my eyes uh, in each person whom I encounter, in each person that I serve, and in each person that uh, I hopefully don't dismiss, don't because of the busyness, because of uh, you know the distractions that I forget to make sure that I engage, uh, connect, and be open to how um, the gift of those around me and how God works through all people around. Then not to prejudge, not to assume, but to embrace. And I think that's what Jesus, in a way, I think, I suppose he knew that uh, people would not necessarily accept what he was saying because of who they thought he was and kind of missed out on that good news of the gospel. We too can miss uh, that out and miss out God's love, God's mercy, God's grace, God's encouragement, God's guidance. Um, if we're not listening, if we're not paying attention, if we're um, too distracted or too tunnel visioned and saying, this is the way God needs to connect with me. And we can miss out on where he calls us. I guess part of that is um, leading into in the, uh, you know, the uh, first Friday of February, I'm starting a new online TED online retreat called Searching for God. And I think that's part of, and of course, anyone listening, you could uh, sign up for that. You can go to the website Rev, R-E-V-J-J.ca, RevJJ.ca is the website. And there's a button there you can sign up. It's free of charge. It's five sessions, kind of taking a look at some TED Talks and connecting them um, with the gift of faith, searching for God. How can we in our world today discover God's grace? 
And that will happen. And we're going to reflect on different ways how we navigate through life, um, being uh, listening, uh, connecting in relationship and kinship with one another, um, kind of, you know, the ability of, of leveraging the technology we have to draw closer to each other and draw closer to the good news of the gospel. So I encourage you, anyone, this is open to everyone to, to sign up and to journey. There's an optional online call-in opportunity as well so that we can share each week during uh, that journey. But maybe this week, uh, I'm, you know, in preparation for this gospel this coming week, and I'm going to pay more attention uh, to those people around me, uh, being kind of tuning into um, God's grace. I'm going to slow down uh, and stop and kind of, you know, make sure that I'm not distracted, that I'm searching, that I'm active in seeing God's grace and recognizing each person that I encounter as a precious gift, um, as an opportunity uh, for uh, support along the journey that they have something to share with me, I have something to share with them, and then in that mutual grace of journeying to, together, we draw closer to the love of Christ. So let's be attentive, let's be open, uh, and let's appreciate the people and the opportunities, and not only the good ones, even the challenging ones, even the difficult ones, to see the shining uh, light and radiant smile of God's grace. God bless you and we'll see you this weekend.